Bowen. I host many podcasts, the Punky Power unofficial Punky Brewster podcast, also the Looking Back on My Wonder Years of Wonder Years podcast, and Tea Time with Mr. Belvedere, a Mr. Belvedere podcast, and Dancing on Bandstand, an American Dreams podcast. Yes, that is a lot. That's a mouthful. But if you've listened for to the podcast for a while, you do know that some of these podcasts will be coming to an end this year. Punky Power will be coming to an end at the end of July. The Wonder Years will be coming to an end probably in late November, possibly. And, of course, the main run of the Mr. Belvedere podcast will be coming to an end. I'll do occasional episodes, you know, maybe one a month or something that I haven't, you know, stuff that I've skipped. Um, Dancing on Bandstand is going to continue. It probably will be twice a month instead of once a month. But other than that, we also got some other things going on in the works, along with the Silver Spoons podcast that will be debuting on the Punky Power podcast feed on SoundCloud and iTunes. Um, that will be coming out in September. Show Me That Smile Again, the Growing Pains podcast, will be debuting in January 2019 on the Looking Back on My Wonder Years, A Wonder Years podcast feed on SoundCloud and iTunes. So, a lot of stuff to look forward to. So, as I said, I'm Angela Bowen. I'd like to welcome you to the introduction episode of Together We're Gonna Find Our Way, an unofficial Silver Spoons podcast. As some of you that have been following the Punky Power on an official Punky Brewster podcast may already know, I chose to cover the Silver Spoons podcast for my next podcast. This show was created by David Duklin, who you know also created Punky Brewster. Silver Spoons debuted in the fall of 1982, and then later in 1984, Punky Brewster started. I wanted to do Silver Spoons next because this was also a cute and fun show. It explored a young boy meeting and getting to know his father, who in some ways is also like a big kid. They learn from one another, and sometimes young Rick, or Ricky, I'm still undecided whether I think I'll start out calling him Ricky, and then it's like in season two or three, I'll start calling him Rick as he starts to mature. Ricky seems more adult, like an adult, than his father does. His father, Edward, who's played by Joel Higgins. So, guys, if you're listening, because this is going to be on the Looking Back on My Wonder Years, a Wonder Years podcast. Also, I'm putting this up there just so that way you guys can also hear it. It's mainly going to be on the Punky Power podcast feed, but we'll see if you, if, you guys want, I can put some episodes on to the Looking Back on My Wonder Years feed also. 
it is really hot upstairs. It's like 80 degrees, and it's probably t close to twice that upstairs. Oh, my goodness. We were supposed to get a heat wave up in the hundreds this weekend. It's, uh I know I've been waiting for summer and everything, but this is nuts. I'm trying to stay hydrated as best as I can with water and stuff, but... Oh. Anyway, I had a fun time covering Punky Brewster for the last year and a half, and watching her grow up from a little girl to a preteen uh, alongside the other characters in the show. Facing challenges and overcoming obstacles, not to mention the effect she had on other people with their positive outlook on life, or, as she would call it, punky power. She was always ready to help those in need no matter what the issue. Not to mention, having been abandoned by her mother, she showed young kids how to cope with abandonment issues. When the show ended in 1988, Punky was about 12, but with Silver Spoons, it's young main character Ricky Stratton, he starts out at the age of 12 in season 1. From there, he progresses to when the show finally ends, he is 17. So he's pretty much gone through all of his teenage years. All the angst, all the rebellion, all of it. I noticed that Silver Spoons and Punky Brewster tackle similar issues. Like child abuse. Remember the episode um, from season 2? Or no, I'm sorry, it was season 1 of Punky Brewster called Henry Falls in Love Part 1 and 2. Where Punky doesn't want to stand in the way of Henry and um, Maggie getting together. So she runs off. She finds Zach. Zach is played by Mino Palouse who will star in an episode about child abuse in Silver Spoons. And let me say, I just covered the child abuse episode of season four of Punky Brewster, Bad Dog. Guys, I'm telling you right now, that is like practically not a... You don't see the abuse, you only hear of the after effects. In Silver Spoons, you see this boy, his face is bruised up, he's got us. His arm in a sling, his arm's been broken, and the father, uh, Mino Palooza's character's father, actually comes to the Stratton household to talk to Edward, Rick's father, and things get really, really heated. The guy has a lot of problems. He clearly likes to drink. He has a very big temper that he even tries to get into it with Edward, who does not take any garbage from him. So, yeah. Um, it also deals with child abduction. Remember Julie, who was played by Candace Cameron from Punky Brewster Season 2, Milk Does a Body Good? Yeah. This episode deals with, uh, Season 3, is it, I think, that deals with... I think it's her, the end of season three of Silver Spoons with uh, Rick's babysitting a bunch of kids and the one girl mentions that she lives with her dad. She hasn't seen her mom in a long time and stuff like that. So, yeah, we get to see, we get to actually see kind of the fallout from that. They make her police report and all that stuff. So, yeah. Also... Just like Punky, Ricky also faces a bully. He does this in season one. 
Remember Punky Season 2, the KO Kid? From, that was actually the Season 2 opener. So I'm just kind of stating some of the things that are similar between the two shows. They are created by David Duclan, who also had the same, some of the same writers that wrote for Punky Brewster also wrote for Silver Spoons. So, which makes sense because Silver Spoons came first. So you'd be like, well, those writers also wrote for Punky Brewster. So, I have a kind of flip-flop. Mr. T guest stars as Rick's bodyguard in season one when poor Ricky has to deal with the bully. Um, he's also dealing with peer pressure. Remember in season two, Punky Brewster turns down drugs from older girls in order to join the Chicklets Club in season two's episode, Just Say No. Season four, so this is towards getting towards the end the final two seasons of Silver Spoons. Ricky is tempted by alcohol, and I do believe he does actually drink. So like I said, some of these storylines, because Rick is going to be a teenager, so you're going to be seeing he's going to be involved with girls in some ways that would be inappropriate for... Not too inappropriate, really. You don't really see too much. But then again, I haven't seen the show in a long time. I never really saw the show in its initial run because I was like a month old when the show actually premiered in 82. So I pretty much caught it in syndication and reruns and everything. Um, So that's pretty much where the similarities end. Being, you know, Ricky is a teenager, he has more adult-type problems that will crop up. Like, um, there's an episode where he has to take a parenting class, and the girl that he's paired up with actually is pregnant. So, yeah. So, as Punky was a child of abandonment, Ricky is a child of divorce. So he has to deal with custody issues between his mother and his father. And getting to know his father, who is basically a stranger to him, which he does, you know, he gets to know him by actually coming to live with him. And they kind of raise each other. You know, Punky and Henry were strangers when he came into that um, empty apartment, and, you know, they had to learn from each other. You know, the difference is Henry was a senior citizen, Punky's a nine-year-old girl, so they had a lot to learn from each other, a lot to teach each other. Ricky's dad is, he's a millionaire, he's got, you know, his big mansion type place with all these cool arcade games, gadgets, all, it's gonna be really awesome to get into that. And, you know, he's kind of a big kid, he's got no real responsibilities, he's got people that cook and clean for him, he's got a financial advisor, and people kind of telling him what he needs to do as far as he owns a lot of different businesses and stuff like that. I think one of them happens to be like a flour mill, he owns like a toy factory, I think, and all these different things, so... But he knows Zippola about raising a 12-year-old son, so... Yeah... They'll learn from each other. You know, and Punky Brewster, um, that ended before Punky. Punky was, like, what, 12 when the show ended. And she was, like, 8 or 9 when the show started. So we didn't get to really see Punky get into her angsty and rebellious teenage years. You know, I mean, woof. She hadn't even 
gotten her visitor yet, her monthly visitor that would be going on for 30, 40 plus years. Who knows how she would have handled that. Not to mention, I mean, Betty, nice enough, she would have been able to, um, you know, handle that. I'm sorry, guys, this feels like more like a punky booster podcast than Silver Spoons. I'm just kind of stating, like, um, similarities, differences, stuff like that. This is just my own stuff that I kind of come up with. Some of the things we get to see develop on the show. Edward, Ricky's dad, and Edward's assistant, kind of like a secretary assistant, um, Kate. They have a blossoming romance, which leads them to becoming a couple, and then leads to them getting married towards the end of season three. So that's pretty cool. Ricky's friends. Now, we all know that he was friends with Alfonso, who was played by Alfonso Ribeiro. I think that's how you say it. Everyone knows this guy as Carlton Banks from Fresh Prince. The thing is, with Alfonso, he does not come on to the show until season three. That's two full seasons minus Alfonso. So... Ricky's got to have friends. Who does he have? Hey, we meet Derek, who in my mind is a major buttheader jerk. He's always getting Ricky into trouble. And Derek, you will know this guy, Jason Bateman. He got to start. He was on um, the last two seasons, two or th- was it? It was two seasons of Little House on the Prairie. He was also in Valerie slash Hogan Family. Uh, you would probably know him from Arrested Development and just, you know, other things, movies, all that stuff. Um, he also has, a, uh, Ricky's got a friend named JT, which you only three, see for three episodes in season one and then three in season two. And then he, like, up and leaves. Maybe he moves. I don't know. Um, Derek's out in season two. And that's why they bring in Alfonso. But one friend that Ricky has throughout the entire show's run is Freddy, played by Corky Pigeon, which is an interesting name, Corky Pigeon. And Cor- uh, <laughs> Freddy is kind of, he's a bespectacled boy. You could probably call him like an Alan, but honestly, Freddy's kind of more dorkier than Alan. Alan was, he could get tough if he needed to be. He, Alan could be kind of a jerk, but he was an overall good guy. Freddy's kind of a, he's a, he's a sweet guy. He's got a heart of gold, this kid. But, you know, friends kind of, Ricky kind of, you know, teases him a little bit. Um, one thing I want to bring up, just so you're aware, I had to think long and hard about whether to keep this podcast, this new podcast, rated clean. Based on the episodes in later seasons and the subject matter that comes up, like I said, with Rick drinking alcohol with, um, the teen pregnancy, child abuse, stuff like that. Other things are going to come up. Um, Ricky's attitude, Rick, Ricky, his attitude towards girls, you know, he's all, you know, there's nothing wrong, you know, pretty face and everything like that. But then as he gets, you know, season five, four, five, he starts, you know, looking at girls and, Almost like he kind of slightly objectify, objectifies them, like, you know, talking about their bodies. You know, that was typical in the 80s. They did that. Now, that is very, very frowned upon, especially in light of everything that's been going on just in this last year, uh, last year alone. So, 
But we'll get more into that when I cover the Growing Pains podcast. I am not going to shy away from that. That is going to be a rated E podcast um, for Mature. I am going to, I'm going to slightly unload on that a little bit. So, alright. But, just to let you guys know, I am going to kind of take the episode by episode and decide from there. And so, you know, you guys know, Punky Power, I've never had any real inappropriate language on that podcast. I promise you, I am not going to have any inappropriate language on this. I will do my best to, to reel it in. So that way you guys can continue. This will continue to be a safe podcast that you can listen to with your kids. If you listen to Punky Power, you know, with your children around, which is kind of, you know, you know, Punky Power, Punky Brewster is a family show. So I want to make it a family oriented podcast. And this kind of is a little bit too. So now I'm going to get into the synopsis for the show, which I did get off of Wikipedia. I did see that there were glaring omissions as far as saying that some of the sources aren't credible, so just take this with a grain of salt. Synopsis for the show. In the pilot episode, Ricky Stratton, played by Ricky Schroeder, arrives at the mansion of the father he has never met to introduce himself, move in, and get to know him better. Edward Stratton III, played by Joel Higgins, epitomizes the phrase overgrown child. He has never taken responsibility for anything in his life, including his toy business, Eddie's Toys. Ricky recognizes that his father needs to grow up. Edward thinks his son is too uptight and needs to have more fun while he's still... That is the thing about Ricky. He is pretty much a straight-laced, semi-preppy-ish... I'm not going to call him a straight-up nerd. He's not a nerd. But he just... He's pretty straight-laced. And, you know, Edward's kind of loose. So their personalities kind of clash. That's probably why they needed Derek to kind of loosen Ricky up and kind of loosen them reins and just cut a rug and just be crazy and wild. Edward's father is played by the late John Houseman. I actually checked on IMDb and he did pass away in 1988, a year after Silver Spoons wrapped up. Uh, John Houseman, Edward's father, as a thoughtful, well-to-do patriarch and industrialist whose demeanor starkly contrasts with Edward's and seems more similar to Ricky's at, fir- at first. Okay. Yeah, I've seen Edward's father. He is kind of a uh, upper crust, stiff upper lip, uh, just Downton Abbey-ish. Kind of, uh, personality there. Um, throughout the series, the comic tension arises between Grandfather Stratton's belief that people with money are obligated to make more money, and Edward's belief that money should be used to make people happy, which, yeah, I mean, definitely make people happy and stuff. (laughs) Ricky is often caught between the two, wishing only for peace and harmony within the family. Now we get to Ricky, uh, Ricky's mother, who's uh, Evelyn Bluedheart? Is that how you say her name? We'll, we'll get to it when I cover the show. She is played by Christine Belford, and let me tell you, when I saw her, I'm like, oh no, 
Oh, no. It's the mother from Christine. The Stephen King book turned into a movie in, like, 1983, maybe? Four? Uh, oh, my God. Watch that movie. You see that woman. I'm like, oh, my gosh. No. Poor Ricky. That woman's your mother. Oh, God. Yeah. She's not nice in that movie, and she certainly does not give up. She sent the boy to military school. Ugh. Edward and Evelyn's romantic relationship led to a week-long marriage. A week! And in that time, they consummated that marriage, and in that result, resulted in Ricky. Yes. Well... Like Ricky says in the pilot, it doesn't take that long. No, it really doesn't. Now Evelyn has remarried and placed Ricky in a military boarding school. So is that probably her doing or the stepfather's doing? When Ricky arrives at the Stratton residence, Edward is stunned to discover that his long-ago brief marriage produced a son. When he expressed incredulously because... He wasn't married that long. <laughs> Ricky pointed out, it doesn't take that long. So, yeah, he's privy to that. Okay, he, he knows. He's up on that. At first, he sends Ricky right back to boarding school. What? Oh, you got to be... Edward! Why would you do that? Later, he dresses up as a swamp monster to take Ricky out of the school and back to the mansion to live with him. Why do you need to dress up like the swamp monster to get your... He's your kid! Just take him out. Like, I'm taking my child. I'm withdrawing him from the military school. The mansion is stocked with arcade games and a scale model freight train that runs through it. That is a cool train. I'm not too into the arcade games, though, so you guys probably won't hear me say too much about them. Edward exhibits his childishness and playfulness in many ways, such as performing a little dance while the Pac-Man plays its theme song, which he did in the, in the pilot episode. Stratton's personal assistant, Kate Summers, played by Aaron Gray, is often the voice of reason. Kate's role adds tension to the show and provides incentive for Edward to act more maturely, at least, well, sometimes. Edward and Kate's will-they-or-won't-they relationship gives way to a third-season wedding. During the series' early years... Hold on a second. I had to uh, take another sip of water so I don't pass out. It's not hugely bad, everyone. Don't worry, I'm not dehydrated. During the series' early years, Ricky befriends bad boy Derek Taylor, played by Jason Bateman in seasons 1 through 2. Smooth-talking cowboy J.T. Martin, played by Bobby F.I.T.E. in seasons 1 through 2. Yeah, that, that guy, yeah, I remember he does kind of got a twang about his voice, and he does dress like a cowboy. <laughs> <laughs> and nerdy Freddie Lippin Cottleman. That is the longest name in the world. Can you imagine if that were so? Let's count. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 30, 40, 50, 15 letters. Can you imagine <laughs> signing for something with that name? Corky Pigeon, seasons 1 through 4. Oh, only 1 through 4? What happens? Oh, I guess he's not throughout the show. So he made it through most of it, though. 
They get into a lot of trouble and learn many childhood lessons along the way. Well, yeah, that's what childhood is, mainly learning lessons. Edward's original attorney was Leonard Rollins, played by Leonard Lightfoot, who departed after the first season and was replaced by the amply named business manager Dexter Stuffins, played by, excuse me, Franklin Seals, who was somewhat stuffier and more erudite than Leonard had been. Dexter remained throughout the rest of the series and was joined in fall 1984 by his hip, Breakdancing nephew Alfonso Spears, played by Alfonso Ribeiro, in seasons three through five, who became Ricky's new best friend. <clears throat> Guys, let's be clear. Ricky only had one real best friend, and it was Alfonso. <sighs> bye. We're not, we're not talking about Derek. Derek, you can go bye-bye. You can go to St. Louis if that's where you go. I know he moves. Once Ricky, Freddie, and Alfonso were in high school in season four, their circle was completed by Brad, played by Billy Jacoby, in seasons four through five. A reintroduction of the type of bad boy character slimmer, similar to that of Derek during the show's early years. Why would you do that? Hell, excuse me, you may as well just bring back Derek. I mean, you telling me this Billy Jacoby's gonna hold a candle to... Jason Bateman? I don't know. Anyway, uh, that year, as Kate and Edward adjust to married life, because, you know, they'd been dating, so you saw them kind of in the, well, not dating. You kind of saw them, will they, won't they, you know, trying to define whatever their relationship is that they have. I think they do date for a bit, or do they go straight from, will they, won't they, figuring out their relationship to... Straight out marriage, so, but it's kind of it'd be in it'll be interesting to watch them slip into that married mode. Kate's doddering uncle Harry Summers, played by Ray Walston, moved into the Stratton, yeah, Stratton Mansion. Oh my goodness! All right, well, we're gonna pretty much kind of close out this introduction with fun trivia from the show, which I did got get courtesy of IMDb. All the NBC child actors would go to school together and hang out together on NBC Studios. This included the kids from Gimme a Break, Different Strokes, Facts of Life, Valerie Slash the Hogan Family, Family Ties, Silver Spoons, Hello Larry, Hello Larry, what is that? And Punky Brewster. The exterior shot of Stratton Mansion shown during the opening credits is actually Compton Wynyatz. I can't even pronounce that. A Tudor period English country house located in Warwickshire, England. Which, we don't know what their house is. <laughs> Just show us that picture. We don't know what the exterior actually looks like. Maybe it's something that just is similar to it. Jason Bateman's popularity rose due to his role of Derek Taylor on the series. Alright, sweet. He was so popular, producers got nervous that he was upstaging the other actors on the program. Ooh. As a coincidence, he was removed from Silver Spoons and used as the main star on other NBC sitcoms. So that's why he was pulled. Oh, wow, okay. Ricky Schroeder used to play around on the sets with all the NBC child's actors during the downtime, in between takes. He said Todd Bridges would chase him around with a water pistol filled with his own pee. That's nasty. 
Both Ricky and Alfonso play characters named after themselves. All right. NBC originally wanted a show that was based on Arthur, 1981, but without the characters drinking of alcohol. The character eventually morphed into Edward Strand III. Ricky Schroeder was under contract with NBC at the time and was added to the concept. Okay. I like that they added Ricky in there. I just, I don't know how that show would have stood if it was just about Edward Stratton. In an episode that would never get made today, according to IMDb, the most beautiful girl in the world, Derek, played by Jason Bateman, coerces Ricky, Ricky Schroeder, into dressing up in drag and being his date for a dance. That is really creepy. Because Derek saved Ricky from an almost fatal accident earlier. Although the episode seemed innocent enough in 1983, now it has definite homoerotic implications. Are you kidding me? Oh my gosh. The show actually had some interesting ties to Fox's 90s hits. Beverly Hills 90210 as Christine Belford played Edward's ex-wife Evelyn. While on 90210 she played Steve's mother... Steve Sanders, uh, Samantha Sanders, so she, I, I think when I watched the show, like, Steve was adopted? Okay. John Riley played Kate's date, Danish, but on 90210 he was Kelly's father, Bill Taylor? Plus, reoccurring star Derek played Jason Bateman, acting with Josh Taylor on The Hogan Family, who played his father, who also played Dylan's father, Jack, on 90210, Dylan McKay. This podcast will begin in September, early September. I believe it's September 1st, so the day before Labor Day. I look forward to hearing your thoughts on it. If you guys want to reach out to me, you can do so. This is actually, Silver Spoons is going to share space with Punky Brewster on the Instagram page and the Facebook page, even though they do have their own pages. Or the Silver Spoons does have its own two pages, but I figure for those of you that have been listening to the Punky Brewster podcast, if you're sticking around for Silver Spoons, I really hope you guys do. I really do. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to do this introductory episode. I know it's going to wait till August to put it out, but I'm like, I can't wait. Guys, I am seriously biting my tongue biding my time to not do the show in August and wait for September. I am that... So I think in that amount of time in August, I might do an episode or two of It's Punky Brewster. And then that... Uh, um, You know, if anything comes up about a reboot for Punky Brewster, I will be covering it. That is a guarantee. So... Alright, everyone, have a wonderful holiday 4th of July weekend. And I will see you in September with a Together We're Gonna Find Our Way podcast. A unofficial Silver Spoons podcast. Okay. Bye-bye, everyone.